Hi everybody, it's Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Aid Radio. Here are a few thoughts about the recent WikiLeaks revelation about the war in Afghanistan that shocked and appalled we are. The government has been lying to the citizens about war. Uh, unimaginable, unprecedented, absolutely front page news. Uh, I hope that tomorrow the New York Times will carry the lead story that ads funded by Coca-Cola seem to show a market preference for Coca-Cola products because that would be an equally blinding the obvious revelation. So, of course, the government has lied to the population about war. The government always lies to the population about war, particularly about why going to the war in the first place. There's this belief out, this perception out there, that Afghanistan was a just and fair and valid response to 9-11, but uh, Iraq was uh, not good, uh, a bad mistake, and so on. Uh, not true. Not true at all. Uh, the United States has not provided any evidence, although repeatedly promising to do so. The U.S. government has not provided any evidence that ties Afghanistan to 9-11. Uh, it is all nonsense and uh, posturing and so on. So there is no just war in Afghanistan. There is no just war in Iraq. There are almost no just wars anywhere because it all starts with lies and ends up with collapse. It is, to me, particularly fascinating to see the moral high ground being taken by these ass clown scumbags in power. And I apologize for the language, but really, we're talking about war where words are less deadly than bombs. They say that the leaking of these years-old combat reports is putting the troops in harm's way. It's putting the troops in danger, you see, because they're so obsessed about the safety of American troops that they are willing to send them into a mountainous, rugged terrain where they don't speak the language, which has historically been called the graveyard of empires for the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of foreign soldiers who lie interred in its dusty bosom. So these people do not care about the health of the soldiers. They care about using the soldiers' bodies to extract money from the U.S. taxpayer and from foreigners who are willing to lend on the collateral of the future productivity of the U.S. taxpayer. They do not care about the health of the troops. Otherwise, the troops wouldn't be there in the first place. So that is one thing that is funny. The second, second thing that is equally, if not more funny, is that the administrative officials... Oh, how do we even say it with a straight face? The administrative officials keep talking about how you really can't use... These, this raw data for anything because it is so essential. What you really need to do when you get intelligence data is you need to go over it two and three and four times and you need to cross-reference it with other sources of data and you need to triple-check and quadruple-check everything and so on. Yeah, because they really did that with Iraq, didn't they? See, they really were so skeptical about all the data to do with WMDs. They didn't invent anything. They didn't lie about anything. They didn't take obviously biased tiny samples of lunatics who claim to have seen WMD production. They didn't cross-reference anything. I mean, <laughs> they, they got America into a bloody destructive genocidal war, causing the deaths of over a million people and the forced expulsion of millions more by completely inflating scraps of half-intelligence to the status of gospel. And now, you see, now that the WikiLeaks documents are out, they seem to be very, very, very concerned, don't you know, about being sure that you cross-reference and validate intelligence, because otherwise, by heavens, you just make very, very big mistakes. Uh, the last thing that I will say, this is pretty obvious, but I think it's worth stating, is that 
But there is no war against Al-Qaeda. There is no war on terror. There is no war of a seat. These are all effects, uh, even if we accept that they're true. Uh, there is only one war, and that war is against the American taxpayer. There is no such thing as a war overseas without a first declaration of war on the domestic population. And what I mean by that is there's no way to fund. The war is so economically destructive. There's no way to fund it except through first aggressing against taxpayers. Right? It is your money, of course, that is being used to paper the pockets of those in power with war as the excuse. The war is the urchin who bumps into you in a Dickens novel before the state snatches your money. So you first have to declare war on your domestic citizens. Sometimes that takes the form of the draft, but it always takes the form of uh, buying their lives, stealing their lives through fiat currency inflation or national debts or foreign borrowing. But uh, you are the collateral and you must first be aggressed against and sold uh, overseas and to all the banks on the planet in order to fund the war. The war overseas is only an effect of the war domestically. You have the lasers on your head and only incidentally do they bounce around and hit perhaps other people. But first and foremost is you in their sights. It's a very, very important thing to remember when you cheer the flag.